In the last 10 years, our field has gone from an unknown specialty to a household name. This brings unprecedented opportunities, but we need to rise up to meet them and give our patients the care that they deserve. In order to help others get better, we need to be better. This podcast will help you to become more confident with your patients, more successful in your practice or business, and a leader in pelvic health. And we're gonna have some fun along the way. Join us as we rise together. We're Jesse and Nicole Cozine, founders of Pelvic Sanity Physical Therapy and the creators of the Pelvic PT Huddle. And this is Pelvic PT Rising. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic PT Rising Podcast with Jesse and Nicole Cozine. It is just Jesse here today. We are doing another business shorty, this one today on data security. That's right, Nicole does give me all of the most interesting topics to talk about, but this is actually something that I get a little bit fired up about because it's just so frustrating. Almost all of our mentees have come to us with concerns that they've heard from other people about data security, about being HIPAA compliant, about quote unquote, getting in trouble. And I've got just a theory on this whole, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of just fear-based stuff out there. And I really think that this is coming from companies who are selling stuff based on this fear, right? A data security company who is saying, oh, if you don't buy my algorithm, buy my encryption, then something bad is going to happen. Your data is going to get stolen. The HIPAA police are going to come for you and take you away. Something is going to happen. And there's so much that is in this marketplace that gets sold like that from stuff like just EMR software that's always touting that to lawyers and HR people who are always talking about how much you need their services. Even some business coaches, guys, sell fear. Like you're going to get in trouble if you don't do the steps that I have here that I've laid out. And that's just something that Nicole and I are, are so committed to fighting back on and pushing back because you should not be making decisions from a place of fear. Fear is never a good place to be making decisions from. And we talk about, you know, wanting to restore like fun and joy. Like that's the reason that a lot of us are in our own thing and doing what we want to do is to restore that enjoyment of what we're doing. Well, fear and envy are the opposite of that, right? It's really hard to be enjoying what you're doing when you're feeling afraid all the time. So one of the things that we always want to start by asking whenever we have an issue like this is, have I or anybody I know actually seen this happen, right? And so for most of you, you guys have had careers in this field. Have you seen the HIPAA police come in, take somebody away, right? Have you seen somebody sued and lose everything because there was a data breach and, you know, somebody got mad and ended up suing them. My guess has been, no, I, I certainly haven't. Nicole hasn't. She's been in this field for forever. And we talked to a lot of people. That's not something that we're seeing every day is that is the HIPAA police coming for folks. Right. So that's just the first step to evaluate. Like, is this something that I'm actually seeing or is this something that's really being drummed up and, and put out as a fear based marketing tactic, basically, that then I'm internalizing? and now feeling afraid every time I turn around, right? So one of the first questions to ask about just whole data security issue, and I'm gonna kind of break this down into little bite-sized pieces here. First of all, are you actually a HIPAA-covered entity? That's the first question that almost nobody asks, but I think you would be really surprised 
for a lot of you guys who are in cash based and who are not billing insurance that you likely are not covered under HIPAA. Uh, you are only covered if you are submitting HIPAA transactions electronically, i.e. if you're sending in insurance claims. So if you are an insurance-based or hybrid model, you're definitely under HIPAA. If you are cash and not dealing with insurance companies, then it's likely that you're not. So I'll put a link in the show notes where you can actually read and assess your need for HIPAA compliance. But that's one of the first things to, to ask. Everyone's like, oh, HIPAA, HIPAA, HIPAA. You might not even be a HIPAA-covered entity and might be completely exempt from anything there. Now, second point, that does not excuse us if we're not HIPAA-covered entities like we are here at Public Sanity. That does not excuse us from making responsible choices with our patients' data, right? We still have the responsibility to protect their information as best we can. That means using a reputable company that people have heard of that has security built in, not Cousin Fred's server that's stuck in his basement, right? But if you're using something that people have heard of, they have a security team, they have IT people, they have all of that stuff, right? So people are really worried, for example, about putting their stuff up on like Google Drive and using some of that. Well, I can't think of a company who has more incentive to have great security than Google. Right. These are some of the smartest people in the world. They have entire teams of brilliant people working on security. Nobody is going to say that you were grossly negligent for trusting this little Google company, whoever they are, with all of your data. Right. <laughs> this is something that, that holds important data for companies around the world. So the idea that, you know, somebody would be able to come after you for making the choice to choose to store your stuff in Google Drive or Dropbox or Box or any of those things, even the EMRs, like you're using a reputable thing, you're doing the best that you can. And we don't need to worry about it much beyond making a good choice with what we're doing from the beginning. The next point I wanna bring up is that there are data risks with any method, right? We are not top secret Fort Knox, Mission Impossible type places. So we're on paper, we're transitioning to an EMR. Right now, somebody could easily break into our office and steal people's records, right? Or when somebody's not looking, somebody could make a dash into our office and grab patient records, right? That's possible. Now, is it likely? No. Is it probably more likely than Google getting hacked? Maybe. You know, if you've got an EMR, there's possibilities for that being broken into on the back end. If you're using Google or another cloud-based service, there is always the chance that there is a data breach, right? So there's going to be risks in whatever we're doing. It's just our job to be responsible and think that through and make a good decision and then move on from there. Like we don't have to live in fear of this stuff. The other part, I like kind of taking these things to their logical conclusion, right? Nobody, nobody, I would be shocked if there is a bad actor out there, some hacker, who is going after the patient records of people with pelvic floor dysfunction, right? That is not high on their list. They're looking for social security numbers, credit card numbers, bank account information. They're not looking for patient records that they can't monetize, right? I mean, just imagine the scene when like the crime lord walks into this dimly lit den of computer hackers and he's, hey guys, that's, this is amazing. I cannot believe you hacked in to Google's mainframe. We're in. No one thought we could break past all of their security. Did we steal their top secret algorithm that made them the most valuable company in the world? 
Did we steal the millions of credit card data that's on there for everybody who uses Chrome? Did we get the information and credit card numbers of all of the people who use Google ads who are all stored up there? Boss, even better. I stole patient records from small clinic with pelvic floor issues. Like, no, nobody is looking for patient data to be able to actually do anything nefarious with that. So with anything legal, this is going to be kind of my last point here, with anything legal, ask yourself what would actually have to happen in order for you to get quote unquote in trouble. So let's say that you decide to use Google Drive and Google Sheets uh, to make your software, to make your super bills, to store patient data. Somebody has to hack into Google, breach all of their data, pull all that down, somehow publish or publicize that when there's really no incentive for somebody to do that, right? But now let's say they take all of your patient data somehow, they put it all up, a patient sees that and decides to come and sue you for not being diligent enough in how you protected their data right? That is the string of events that has to happen, right? They don't sue Google, who's the one who actually had the data breach. They sue you. If this was happening all the time, this would be front page news, guys. There are millions of healthcare providers across this country, and people are not getting sued left and right for data breaches. It's just not happening. So that's the question that we always want to ask is what would be the end result? What would it actually take for me to get quote unquote in trouble from something like this? before we go out and pay a boatload of money to a lawyer, to a security consultant, to some fancy software who literally just checks a few extra boxes, same security, and calls it HIPAA compliant, right? If now Google offers a HIPAA compliant version, if you are in the insurance area, I would definitely do that. If you are nervous in this area, you could absolutely pay a little bit more for that. Do I think that it's any more secure than the other stuff that's up there? I personally don't. I think Google has an incredible incentive to keep its users' data as secure as it possibly can. So I have a hard time imagining that they've got a whole separate security procedure for all the HIPAA stuff that's way more than what they're doing for huge business entities or the people who are advertising through them, right? That's where we want to go with this. So really the, the end result here, make good responsible decisions. Don't put this on Cousin Fred's server that has no idea what he's doing, but just find a reputable partner for everything. Don't live in fear with this kind of stuff and don't let others put you in that state, right? Assess the risk. This is great when you have a business mentor, ask somebody who knows the business. Hey, is this something that you worry about, right? Because I would be surprised if for you guys, business owners out there, almost everybody we've talked to has gone down this rabbit hole, spent hours pouring over some of this stuff on something that really is something you can wrap up in. I mean, I went over 10 minutes. We're hoping for an 11 minute podcast, right? That we can take care of all of that right then. So I hope this assages some of your concerns about data security. I hope this gives you an idea about the process that we go through when we think about whether we need to be worried about something or not and actually going through these steps and seeing what could actually happen. Is this happening to other people that I know? And if it's not, then this is probably not something that should be top of mind on things that you can worry about, right? As business owners, we are going to have a lot of things on our plates and a lot of stuff to worry about. We want to control what we can control. And for decisions like this, just make the best decision you can and sleep well at night because that is all that any of us can do. So I hope this helps. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week.